Matthew was an eyewitness disciple, as was John. Mark was a disciple of Peter, so heard a lot of sermons from Peter about Jesus. Luke was a second-generation Christian who interviewed people uh, for his books, Luke and Acts, which, by the way, take up almost more than half of the entire New Testament if you're just looking at words. And what Luke records are all sorts of stories that we don't get in the other Gospels through his interviews with followers of Jesus. And one of them goes like this. And he said, there was a man who had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. And he divided his property between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country. And there he squandered his property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him into his fields to feed pigs. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread, but I perish here with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and before you I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And, he, and the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, interrupting him, bring quickly the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring the fattened calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate. For this, my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked him what these things meant. And he said to him, your brother has come, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has received him back safe and sound. But he was angry and refused to go in. His father came out and entreated him, but he answered his father, look, these many years I have served you, and I never disobeyed your command, yet you never gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. But when the son of yours came who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fattened calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. It was was fitting to celebrate and be glad, for this your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. Friends, that story is our story. It's actually the story of the running father. It should not be called the story of the prodigal son. You can just correct everyone in your life for the rest of your life when they call it that, out loud or in your head, depending on the state of the relationship. It tells us about the character of God who comes after us despite our sanctimonious, self-righteous, religious, judgmental tendencies. It's about the Father who runs after us despite thinking we know better about what will feel good and be good to do in the world. Whichever way we run, sometimes both directions at the same time, there is a loving, pursuing father who does not want to receive us as servants, but interrupts our carefully crafted speeches to say that he loves us and nothing will ever change that. There are all sorts of differences between the younger son and the older son. But to overly focus on them misses the prodigal God. Probably my favorite book by Tim Keller. You will find yourself today running from the heart of God.
by doing something that you might feel good, that isn't good. You will find yourself probably today running from God by being moral and then feeling superior about it. And morality is a gift from God, except when it leads us to feel superior to others, except when it leads us to ignore the party and the festival and the opportunity to welcome back a brother. Henry Nouwen's beautiful book on this, The Return of the Prodigal Son, and Tim Keller's book about God called Prodigal God, I commend to your reading. But more than that, I commend you to go back and reread Luke 15 and see the heart of the father who goes after his sons, both of whom we are very, very like. And thank God for the good news that our father loves us and all that we have is indeed, all that he has is ours because of the work of Jesus and the Holy Spirit, which has mediated it to us. Mm -hmm.